Welcome to Nightlight, a horror movie podcast. I am one of your hosts, Prince, also known as Head Knight, and alongside me on the internet, we have Michelle Swope <laughs> from uh, Dread Central. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm fantastic. Fantastic. I'm moving stuff out of my pockets. I should have done that earlier, but that's fine. Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, how are you doing? Hopefully staying safe during all this pandemic and all this craziness in the world. Yeah, just staying inside, but I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best thing we could do at this point in time, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but let me go ahead and finish this all up, and then we're going to jump into some questions. Okay. We are a group of knights with an absolute love for film and a passion for horror. This is a podcast that takes a different horror film to break down and discuss the ultimate question, why horror? So hit the lights, sit back, and let the darkness envelope you. You can support the show over at patreon.com forward slash goodnightlife, and that's night with a K. By pledging on Patreon, you have access to the show as early as Monday. If you don't have any bucks to toss, don't worry. A new episode is released every Friday on most podcast services around the world. Now, back to our guest. Thank you for enduring all of that. <laughs> um, but, uh, oh man, this is actually, honestly, this is a dream come true. So thank you so much for joining this show. Like, seriously, it, it is honestly probably one of the coolest things that i've gotten to do so far uh, um i have this long list of like people that i'm like okay these are the people these are my dream like people that i want on the show and these are the people that are like my friends who i know who will be on the show and you're definitely on the dream list for like oh, months <laughs> and i was like we got we gotta get michelle on here um, i've been following your work for for i, I want to say maybe a, a year or so now um wow. and i just love the way you write it, it's just you're very concise and you're very thorough with your writing. And honestly, I couldn't ask for a better writer when it comes to horror. Cause I'm just like, this is honestly spot on of what I was thinking of this particular movie or maybe this subcase or anything like that. So it's oh, wow. really, really cool. So thank you so much for being a part of the show. Seriously. Well, thank you for all the kind words and thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And already off the bat, you're probably already, Welcome back anytime you want to. <laughs> it's not a problem at all. Um, but I want I, I have a list of questions here, and I want to I want to just kind of jump right into it. And I want to initially go back further. I guess uh, uh, going back to what sparked your main interest in horror. Gosh, probably when I was a little kid. I, I I've always liked you know vampires and ghosts and and spooky stuff. And I watched Scooby Doo when I was a kid. That that was my favorite thing. Oh and, man! And as I got older, you know, my parents were strict. They were really against horror movies. They thought you know if you mess with any yeah. of that, you're going to go to hell. You know that kind of thing. Oh. Like literally, <laughs> I'm serious. So. Uh, by the time that I got a little bit older, um, the the first my my first theater experience is uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, nineteen eighty four, and that was such a big deal for me. Um, and uh, especially, you know, my favorite, you know, scene in a movie has to be when Amanda Wiss is killed and she goes all over the room and all over the ceiling oh, and all that blood. What a scene! <laughs> yeah, it was just the coolest thing ever to me, and and it's stuck with me all these years. So. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh man, that's awesome. It's it's crazy how young I feel like we start on some of these because <laughs> we definitely. It's like one of those things where you feel like you shouldn't be into this, but it, at the same time, it's just something so fascinating. 
about well, yeah. the genre. It's actually like my lifestyle. I mean, our entire house is horror stuff. That's it's so I cool. mean, it's just my husband works for a haunted house every year. He has he has a character. He, yeah, we just we are like horror all the time, pretty much. <laughs> awesome. It's Halloween every day in the Swope yes, household. I love it. Absolutely. It is. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, man. So uh, initially, going a, a little bit further back there, um, when you were watching horror as a child, and when when did you like kind of have your fascination to where you would watch it more consistently? Because uh, uh, since your parents were kind of so like taken back by the genre and things like that. Like when, when did you find yourself saying, cool, this is my liberation. I'm going to go ahead and watch horror anytime I want to. I think when I was older, not so much as a child, because you know, I wasn't allowed. And like as a teenager, I still kind of had to sneak. So I think it was as an adult and, and it actually took me a while before I was, you know, like hard 24 seven, which is where sure. I am now. Sure. Yeah. Um, sure. But I've just sure. gradually gotten to that point. Yeah. All right. That's, That's awesome. awesome. It's, it's, it's interesting because when I started watching horror, I, I was, I would say I was fairly young and it was mainly because I had an older brother by seven years. Mm-hmm. So he always would not force me to watch horror, but he would always try to scare the shit out of me. And I, I would kind of like, tried to revert his expectations and I think it wasn't until like new gosh 2003's uh Texas Chainsaw Massacre I think that's when I officially was just like okay I'm gonna get the upper hand here I was in middle school at the time and uh I was just like okay I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure this out I watched it first before he did and um I remember putting it on for him. So I knew when certain things would happen and certain jump scares and, and stuff like that. Um, so I was able to revert it back to him and scare him instead. And ever since yeah. that particular day, that's where I was just like, horror's actually really fucking cool. Like this is, yeah. this is a, a genre that I find to be very misunderstood um, by a lot of people, even now, like it, it's, it's, it's a genre that is, and I'm sure you're very much like myself with the terminology of elevated horror oh um, gosh. <laughs> thank you oh, yeah. <laughs> and i i I've always like i it makes me cringe when i hear people who aren't horror fans use that terminology and they're yeah. just like well horror's good now and i'm like well no horror's always been good ever since the 19 like 20s like right. horror's always just been fantastic right. actually 1800s like it, i mean we had mary shelley for frankenstein we we had oh, yeah. mummy we, it's so good like we had so many really cool things and then germany came with their their vampire boom of nosferatu it's phenomenal like all of this great stuff and it, it, it's it's so interesting like seeing like how people are starting to get more into horror now and things like that because of things like get out and hereditary and oh and, yeah uh, I guess I wouldn't classify Midsummer because Midsummer did turn a lot of people off. <laughs> I thought Midsummer was fantastic, but yeah. um, uh, but hey, and, and even I, I had one person who who compared Invisible Man, which is a fantastic movie. Not, oh, yeah. not, not shitting awesome. on Invisible Man. Invisible Man's fucking awesome. Yes, and um, I was hoping, I was hoping, I was like, "Ooh, am I am I big enough to get one of those boxes?" <laughs> I'm oh not. But, I don't know why <laughs> don't I got up. that. Like everyone. Do you know that's probably the first like actual promo thing that anyone has ever sent really? me? Now, I, people assume that I get that stuff all the time. I don't get 
anything, you guys. Like, ne- never. So the fact that, that someone wanted to send me one was, like, awesome. so cool to me. I was like, this is awesome because no That's one ever really does. Cool. But so then, you know, I posted and, and, like, a million people were like, where'd you get that? Oh, my God. You know, and I was like, oh, no, this was a bad idea. So. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I saw Meg. She she posted hers. And I think uh, uh, William Babini posted his as well. And I was like, man, I hope I'm cool enough. And I was like, oh, I'm not cool enough yet. <laughs> Got it. Oh. But it's uh, completely fine. I mean, no, no hard feelings. I, I, I love Bloom House. They're, they're doing fantastic work. But um, with and anything Lee Winnell does, oh, my gosh, just sign oh, me yeah. up. You know, at this point, I'm just I'm all in. Upgrade was fun. Uh, obviously, Saw was <laughs> it's a blast. But uh, it, it, I was thinking about it with – I was having a conversation with a friend of mine and um, it, this was before I saw Invisible Man and he was saying that Invisible Man was like hereditary. And I was like, I, I don't understand what you mean by that. And um, he's like, well, it, it's like it's one of those smart horror movies. And I was like, I still oh. don't understand what you mean by that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and initially he compared it to that being as of the fact that Hereditary was well thought out and so on and so forth. I'm just like most horror movies are. You're just you're. I know. You're, <laughs> it's just like you're 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 looking for the screams and the scares and and oh uh, some people find jump scares cheesy and I and obviously us horror fans we find those as a, a nice reward for being in a tense situation. So it's it's it was interesting having that conversation with him and um, when we were talking about it, I I remember seeing it. And I was just like, I wouldn't compare it to Hereditary, um, yeah, but it, it definitely is a fun movie, and I had a blast watching it, but I wouldn't say it's like on the levels, because he even compared it to Get Out as well, and I was like, I I don't know, that's like Oranges and Apples right now. Like, yeah, I, mean, it, I agree. And I, agree. I, 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 find I find Invisible Man, Man very, very important, important for the, for the horror, horror genre, genre. Oh, and absolutely. I think that's really really cool for the horror genre especially that it was uh really putting on the case of um domestic violence and making that aware and so on and so forth and i thought that was very important especially for the times that we're in and and i'm hoping people are safe and, and who came from abusive households and things like that but that movie really spoke to me on that side of things where i was just like that's what i got out of it and yeah. then I immediately transitioned to, I was like, but have you seen The Lodge? Like, <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Well, can I just say one thing about Lee Wano? Please. Um, I don't know. Have you seen the show The Core on Shudder? I have, yeah. Did you see the episode with Lee Wanell? He said one of my favorite things, and it stuck with me since I saw it a couple of years ago, where he was talking about the whole elevated horror thing, and he said – you have to think of horror like a tree and all the subgenres are the branches of the tree. And I was like, that is fucking brilliant. Oh my God. That is, he totally that is nailed exactly it. it. And so I shared it. that with so many people since I saw that, I was like, go, you know, get on Shutter, watch the core, watch Lee Winell's episode. He just perfectly nails it to me. I mean, and, 100%. Yeah. I, I completely agree with that. And the fact that, that when he even talks about like, like, the way how horror works and how it has all these branches and, and right. I was just like, this is exactly it. This is, this is exactly what it is. And, um, even that same person that I was talking to who, uh, uses terminology, elevated horror, um, 
Sorry to even call this guy out so much. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm not using your name, so yeah, <laughs> no one knows who you are. But uh, even when when he would use utilize those types of terminologies, and I was like, well, what are you looking for specifically from horror? Like, what, what do you want? Do you want a a good story or or a well thought out story? Do you want jump scares? Do you want uneasy feelings? Like, what, like what are you looking for out of out of horror? And and uh, he said, he was like, well, I'm looking for something more artistic. Like, And I was like, oh, well, great. Well, lucky for you, there's a whole bunch of movies that came out in the 70s that are completely <laughs> artistic from Italy. Right. So, <laughs> exactly. so you could go ahead and go through that whole catalog of so many <laughs> Italian art tours that made some fantastic Giallo films. So yeah. uh, by all means, oh my gosh. Um, but I guess speaking of Giallo, I... I'm super excited to see what, uh, um, gosh, what's his name? I don't know why I'm blanking out on it. Um, he also worked on Saw, and I'm sure you'll you'll yell it out as you say, say that. Um, um, oh, my gosh. His name is it? on the tip uh, of my tongue. And it's on the tip of my tongue, too. Oh, my gosh. He's from New Zealand. Uh, he works with Lee Wanell yes, quite uh, a bit. God, he worked on The Conjuring. I know. I am blank- there, there's me. probably so many people yelling at us right it's now. It's not even one. I can't. I'm. I. Uh, oh my gosh. Uh, I'm blanking out so hardcore on his name. So I'm, I'm still. I have festival brain, so I have to apologize. Um, <laughs> James like, Wan. Oh my yes, gosh. Yes, thank you. I was oh like, my yes, I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, you're completely fine. There's probably so many people on on who's listening <laughs> to this episode right now. They're probably just like James Wan. Oh my god, James Wan. <laughs> Uh, but I'm excited for James Wan's um, Giallo movie um, or Giallo esque inspired movie, um, Malignant. I think it's what what's, that's going to be called. That I don't about right. know a whole lot about that yet. So. I don't think most. I don't think most of us do. I think it just came out on Deadline, and that was about it. Like no one yeah. really knows too too much about it. I'm. I mean, I'm excited about it because I really enjoy modern Giallo films. I, I find them super fun. Knife Plus Heart was fantastic, and oh, Fabrics yeah. was super weird, and I loved it. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's I don't know. I'm I'm excited to see what he what his take is on it, and I'm sure we're gonna get something pretty wild because he's going more practical effects on this one. He said so. I'm 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 hoping we get something on the the spawns of of Saw esque, oh. but not more yeah. towards cor- torture porn, but. You, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, Anytime you're talking practical effects, I am there. That is that makes me so happy. I mean, yeah. I just I hate CGI so much, and I'm going to try oh. not to go on a rant about it. But like practical effects, I, that's I you're need safe that. here to go on a rant on CGI. <laughs> <laughs> I need practical effects in my life so bad. Oh, you and me both. I I, I remember seeing movies with um, like the the new thing that's going around right now, is CG blood. And yeah, it, it throws me off so much. Like I know Haunt had a mixture of both, both. had a mixture, had a mixture of, both of both CG blood, blood and, and also practical, practical blood, and I, I, that was so odd to me. Yeah, but, it just depends. Sometimes it looks fine, and then other times right. it just it, it's glaring, and, and you know, it's right. distracting. Like you're seeing the digital flaws into this blood. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it's it's so jarring and it's so it odd. But it, I guess it's it's. Kind of like how odd it could be for, I don't know, a samurai movie or something like Kill Bill with the blood splurts and all this craziness. But, yeah, I mean, even then, I mean, it could be fun. So I, Hunt was an interesting one, though. The I Hunt was really Hunt. interesting. I I'm love Hunt. Big fan like, of Hunt. Hunt is I thought so it was interesting. Fantastic. And the thing is, uh, my husband and I 
have worked in haunted attractions for years. And he, oh, yeah. And he does a character every year. And so we know what it's like behind the scenes in an actual haunt. And I actually yeah. told Beck and Woods, you guys nailed this. Oh, my God. Be totally God. Awesome. How it is behind the scenes and the scares and everything. Yeah. And, and that's part of why I love that movie so much. And right. um, they were like, oh, that's awesome you, to get some feedback from someone who's worked in a haunted house, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Have, have you have you had the opportunity to speak to the people from um, Hell House who, who, who made yes. that found footage film? Yeah, Hell House God, LLC. Yes, Hell House yes. LLC. I interviewed the director last year, and I had wanted that to talk awesome. to him since the first movie came out because I loved it. And then, you know, we got it, when the third movie hit Shutter, I had an opportunity That's to right. interview him. And, oh, we just talked forever because, of course, awesome. again, the behind the scenes stuff I thought he nailed. It was it was, you know, believable. And, um, yeah, so we had that conversation. About That's incredible. Real haunted houses. So, yeah, that was a cool ah. Cool That's so cool. Hell House LLC is just such an underrated found footage movie. Like, and I'm, I'm glad, like, is the third one like Death Lake or or Lake of the Dead or something like that? Uh, Lake, I am How? not remembering anything today. Lake no, of no, Fire. No, no, you're totally fine. Lake, Lake of Fire. Lake of Fire. You're right. You yes, go. that's it. Lake <laughs> of Fire. Yes, that's absolutely it. Um, d- gosh, and, and uh, yeah. let's talk about our love for found footage for a moment here. Okay. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> let's talk about our love for found footage here. <laughs> Now, uh, people who are who are listening to this episode, this episode is released uh, quite a few months after our uh, found footage month. Um, but with that found footage month that we've had uh, kind of going on with certain things, uh, we showed or we talked about four main films: um, Naroi, The Curse, uh, gosh, The Poughkeepsie Tapes, um, which is woof, <laughs> uh, and. We also talked about why am I blanking out on all this stuff today? <laughs> Taken of Deborah Logan, and um, I'm blanking out on the first one that we watched because we watched one right before Taken of Deborah Logan. But um, initially, with all of these that we watched, um, Wreck, there we go. Wreck. Yeah. Um, but with all these that we watched, it was interesting that we had uh, the Poughkeepsie tapes at the end of it. And I've seen the Poughkeepsie tapes twice. And I think I'm good. I don't think I need to see it again. Like I think twice is enough. I don't need to endure this uh, any more than what I've endured. But um, we, I had to get a special guest for the Poughkeepsie Tapes episode just because um, all of my guys couldn't do it. They, uh, one of them, one was just like, I can't finish this movie. It's too much. And uh, the second one got sick. And I was like, great. I am a horrible human. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> So I had to get a guest who I knew who can actually handle this kind of stuff. And um, we had a really good conversation about it and how we were talking about found footage in general and the way how that particular movie just really works with the suspension of disbelief is bananas. Like it it feels so real. And yeah. God, it's so it's such a weird feeling, and I think that's that's what most people's problem is with found footage films is that it's hard for them to uh, get that suspension of disbelief. Like they can tell that's fake or whatever. Where I mean, you had you had those fantastic movies like The Blair Witch Project, and I'm even going to throw Confessional in there. Confessional is 
that new that new hit on Shutter. I, I, I tried such, to watch that last night movie. because I saw you recommend it, but my yeah. Shutter crashed. <laughs> oh no! So I didn't get to see it last night. But oh. yeah, it, it, whenever you get a chance, oh my gosh, I had so much fun. I watched it again last night, and I had so much fun, even the second time around, seeing things that I didn't catch before, and. It's so, it's so much fun, much and, and fun. some of the acting is a, a, a bit cheesy and, and, and professional, professional, but at the, at the same, same time, time, it ramps up, up and it ramps up really intensely. And you just you want to know, like, why are these people here? Like, yeah. this is so. It looks like it. Just it, to get it, it looks really it. good. So hopefully, my shutter fun. gets fixed. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it does. Oh man, I've kind of been uh, on a found footage thing lately, like the past few months. I guess maybe because we're all getting bored or something. Yeah. Yeah. Everything that's going on, but um, I've like gone all through Prime and 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 Shutter and everywhere, and I've just found all these like super low budget found footage movies and just oh, watched awesome. a whole bunch of them. And and thankfully, my husband is okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't divorced me yet because of all the found footage movies. But uh, but I found a couple of really good ones that I had missed, like um, Afflicted that came out a few years ago. Somehow oh my that gosh, got Afflicted is incredible. Really good. So we just watched it a couple weeks ago. It was so good. Yeah. Oh man, um, what a sleeper. Yeah, really good. And um, there's even some like lower budget ones that I that I liked. You know, that weren't yeah. terrible. That had you know interesting stories and some and like creepy endings. You know, uh, because yeah, I just. I will just watch every found footage movie, good or bad or in between. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just uh, obsessed with it. <laughs> I I'm, I'm, I'm right there with probably, you. Like, I can't stand found footage right now. <laughs> you know, it's it's interesting because uh, I know a lot of people who aren't, like, big-time horror fans. Like, they, they really dislike the found footage genre. Mm-hmm. Um but like people who are like huge horror fans, like I, I feel like that is that is one of the most fun genres you can, because it's just it's so fun. You're seeing it, it for some, some from from a particular perspective, not multiple people's perspective, and I think that is so fun and so clever. Yeah, and it's just uh, I don't know. I even really enjoyed uh, the 2016 Blair Witch uh, or 14. I'm going to have to say I was not a fan of that. I didn't hate it like a lot of people did, but I just wasn't really. I was kind of, you know. You're a man. It was okay. Yeah, it, it, which is completely fine. I, I, <laughs> I actually, I really enjoy it, and I'm that way with As Above, So Below. I'm not the yeah. biggest fan of As Above, So Below, but I know a lot of people are. Yeah, and I was like, eh, I thought it was fine. Like, I, it was some. It, I thought it was just clever going inside the catacombs, but um, it reminded me too much of that movie with Pink. I think it was just called Catacombs. Uh, have yeah. you ever seen that? I, I think I have. Yeah, I, I yeah, I it was. I know what you're talking about. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was like it's a, a like a like massacre it. inside of a club that was inside the catacombs or yeah, something. Yeah, something crazy like that. Yeah. Yeah, and I I just remember it not being that good. Yeah, 2007. But it had pink, yeah. though. <laughs> it did have pink. It, had it did pink. have pink. So that was a plus. She, it did have pink. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> was fun to see her in there. Yeah. Um, I, I'm thinking of a, a particular movie, it, and I, I don't think it is Afflicted that I'm thinking of, but it's a name very similar. Um. Oh gosh, what is the name of this movie? Because I don't think because Afflicted is initially that's like the 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 one that where where like touring around around Europe, Europe, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. And God, that movie is so much fun. The movie that I'm thinking of is it Infected? I think it's Infected. Um, Um, it's a it's it's initially a movie of no, it's not Infected. Definitely not this. Um, it's it's initially a movie where. Um, 
Contracted. That's what the name. Oh, contracted. I, yeah, there's two. Yes, of them. contracted. Yeah, there's two of them. I remember. I've only seen it once, and I know a lot of people didn't like it. Um, but I thought it was just so insanely clever to that you didn't really know it was a zombie movie until the end. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I'm certainly not gonna not trying to start anything. There's a little controversy with the director of that film, oh. so uh, which I'm really uh, not gonna. Go into, nope, yeah, I, I completely – no, no worries. I can, it, it, off yeah. air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm intrigued. Little, so that's a controversial topic, uh, to be uh-huh. honest. So, um, but, I mean, yes, but when, but when the movie came out, I, I did enjoy the movie. Right. Oh. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, 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 did, I didn't really – I actually didn't really like the movie, how, how like, how she got the contraction because I'm, I'm actually not a big fan of, yeah. like, rape in film. I, yeah, I'm just right. like, uh not right. a fan of that, um, but like I and I don't know. I just ugh, it just didn't sit well with me. But I'm also yeah. one of those people who sits on the I hate it follows <laughs> uh, side of the mountain. What do you, you I, don't like it? I don't like it follows. Oh my gosh! I, I, thank you. I thought I thought I was the only person in the world. Oh, you and I you don't like it either. It so many times I have watched oh, it like a few months I've ago. Tried. I was like, all right, maybe if I watch it again. And I just don't like it. I've watched it ten times. I just, I'm sorry, people. I just don't like it. I, I mean, I'm with you, Michelle. We can go on this mountain do. together. <laughs> yeah, oh, thank goodness. I'm not alone. <laughs> no, yeah, I thought I was alone. And, and oh my god, I, one of my one of my colleagues. Um, who's on the show? His name's David. He slightly agreed with me. He appreciated it, and and us. We, we, I appreciate all horror movies, like no matter if it's a B horror or if it's a triple A or just if it, even if it's a really bad movie. I appreciate all types of horror. Right, yeah. But uh, with it follows, I just was like, I I really don't like this movie. Like this movie. Yeah, that's the prim- The concept is really interesting, but right. I just yeah, I just exactly. don't understand like. There's certain things in here that's like there for shock value, and then you got the opening scene where initially. And by the way, everybody, oh, if you're spoiling you movie, can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Let me. Can you hear me now? I can't hear you. Can you hear me, Michelle? Oh, I think I, I could still oh, no. hear you. Uh, I'm gonna type to you. I can hear you. And. Um. I don't think you can hear me. Let me change my audio. Do do. Oh no, can't hear me. Sorry for the technical difficulties, everybody. Let me uh, fix this. Um, uh, Go ahead and keep recording. Uh, So, while I'm fixing this, I'm just going to talk to you guys. How are you guys doing? doing? There um, you are. I can hear you now. Oh, perfect. perfect. All right. You, you, you can hear me? Yes. Cool. Yes. I don't know what happened. happened. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> that was very odd. Yes, uh, but we're going to keep that. That's going to be in the show. So that's going to be <laughs> fun for everybody. <laughs> but um, the Bakers of cool. Follows like got us for a second or something. I don't know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. They were just <laughs> like, all right, you, you guys, guys need to cut, cut this shit out. Got into the computer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I was thinking of when, 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 when it comes to it follows, follows like uh, and what I was, was going to say prior to that I was just going to say everybody uh, we obviously in Nightlight a horror movie podcast, podcast we spoil movies here so you know what you're getting yourself into when we record these shows but so 
Yeah, this is a completely spoiler zone, Michelle, so feel free to, to say whatever you need. Okay. Um, but the opening scene in It Follows is what made me really dislike that movie. And initially, it's the girl who dies in the beginning and her legs all broken and stuff like that. Yeah. And it looks super cool. And it's actually a really cool opening. I love the way it opens. But then that's the only time you kind of get that. And right. Everything else, like the... the person that you see die i guess next he was just kind of uh dry humped by his mom like it was just oh, right. was, yeah <laughs> <laughs> what? i don't know i don't know how did her like break and he just got dry humped and died right i yeah it just it makes it's i don't know i i do really like the concept like you said i think it's a cool concept yeah. But something about the execution of it, and by the time you get to the end, you're just like, what? You know, I mean, yeah. I just, I've tried. I'm sorry. I just don't like it. Yeah, you yeah, tried you a lot more than me. I've only tried, tried, tried twice. You tried ten times. times. So I, I, I feel yeah. bad about it. You <laughs> believe it or not, I feel bad about it because, like, everyone loves it. They're saying the best horror movie ever. I'm like, no, it's actually I know. not. I'm, I feel so bad. <laughs> yeah, over here by myself saying no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I tried. Well, we're so I'd watch we're it on that mountain together. Yeah. No worries. <laughs> Thank, goodness. Thank goodness. I'm so glad. Oh, yeah, seriously. Um, <laughs> so, uh, uh, another question I do have for you What made you decide to honestly get into writing about genre in general? Um, well, I just really have always been into watching horror movies and, and watching horror movies pretty much every day. <laughs> I mean, that's definitely what I do now, but, but, um, I kind of, my entire life changed. My, my health went downhill and, um, I wasn't able to work, uh, outside. I had limited mobility and I actually became really depressed and horror movies have always kind of been like a coping mechanism for me, you know, to yeah. kind of my, like my therapy is what I use right. horror movies for. Like I have certain movies, you know, that, that I'll go back and watch all the time. Like if I'm going through something and that helped me in some weird way, sometimes it's weird, but, um, anyway, so I, uh, I saw like an ad, he was on Facebook, um, for a site called horrornews.net and they were looking for people to review horror movies. And I thought, well, I could maybe do that. I don't know. So I contacted them and the editor was awesome. And he like even took time with me, you know, showed me, you know, gave me pointers, you know, try writing like this or try, you know, these things and, and really helped me a lot. And so I wrote reviews. I I reviewed a lot of um, like B movies, I guess you'd say. It seemed like I was kind of, um, and I kind of got tired of that after a while. Um, Sure. So I, I wrote for a couple other sites and then um it was that was probably around 2018 and uh a friend of mine Josh Milliken who's now the um editor of Dread Central he was he wrote for a few sites and so um I told him I wanted to reach out you know kind of branch out and write for more sites and he said well why don't you try you know getting on a Dread you know send them some of your work and so I did and I started writing for Dread Central and um yeah they've been great they've been and and like the editors there have also you know taken time you know if there was you know give me pointers if i needed help with stuff and to help me improve i think um and uh then i got on with some other sites (laughs) now i write for i don't know four five maybe uh different sites and i i've kind of gotten away from movie reviews i do them but i love to do interviews so i've kind of gotten on yeah 
thing where I do mostly interviews, it seems like, which is just my favorite thing to do. Um, I That's just love so cool. something about breaking down a movie with the filmmaker and really getting into it is just so my jam. You know, it's just, it's fun. <laughs> I love it. I love having those conversations. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but I do still write reviews, but I mainly do interviews and, um, it's, yeah. it's great. I'm staying busy and yeah, I don't know. It's good. I hope that answered yeah. your question. That was kind of a, uh, um, oh yeah, no, that was, answer, that was honestly, <laughs> that was perfect. And it's, I find it really, really cool and, and humbling in a way to, um, talk to you about that kind of stuff because it's uh, like things with your health and how that kind of was your starting point to kind of spark your inspiration and that i i find that so awesome um and, and let me know if i'm getting too personal but um are are you able to travel at all like can you go to film festivals or anything like that oh well that's the thing is that traveling is extremely difficult for me got it, um, got it. because i have limited mobility and i have i have a spinal disease is is what mm. it is and um nerve damage on the entire left side of my body and, um, yeah, so it just makes like everyday life really difficult. So, you sure, know, imagine trying to travel somewhere and go oh, back and forth in yeah. a hotel and all of that is really difficult. So yeah. no, it's, it's rare that I get to travel. So I was so excited last weekend. Um, I know yeah, people are sick of me talking about it. But Chattanooga <laughs> Film Festival just yeah. killed it with the virtual festival last week. I have to say it was amazing. So amazing. That's awesome. And it was such a big deal for me because I'm not able to travel that often. And I am. Right. I feel like I miss out on things all the time. I always feel like I'm missing out. And um, so, yeah, I, I didn't miss out on that. And that was that was yeah. really special. That's awesome. Yeah, I I hope they consider that too like for the future yeah. um, for maybe even more accessibility uh people for, or for more accessibility people who are in the industry that can't have the opportunity to go out to this because that would benefit them so much because like yeah. that in a way gave you such a even more of a bigger job now that you watched because what i think chattanooga did 14 15 15 films or 30 I, uh, maybe, it I think lot. it was like maybe 25. I watched like yeah. 19 or 20 of them. And I watched like, wow. about tw I don't know, 21. I don't have my numbers in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 21 no, you're totally shorts fine. and a whole bunch of live panels of participating. Yeah. And it was just, yeah, it was wonderful. And I, I think maybe it did just a little bit open up the discussion about accessibility because that's something that's so. always been on my mind and I've never yeah. really, you know, discussed it with anybody so some small discussions i've seen going on about that and i think that's awesome because me too yeah i, I would hope that in the future festivals would would address that and make it more accessible for everyone yeah yeah 100 and and i i find that amazing my, my, my wife is pregnant and um with her pregnancy and and uh, us pretty much having a kid. Yeah. Um, I, I, now I've never gone to a festival before and now like I'm now it's kind of more, even probably not going to have the opportunity to really go to one anytime yeah. crazy soon. So, um, that I, I've always wondered, like, this would be really cool if they can, uh, like 
and I, I would I would be more than happy to pay for that subsection or something like that to where there's maybe a special viewing or something like that for people for online or maybe it's just a few of the movies. Oh, yeah. Probably probably not the world premieres like Green Knight, which was gonna play at South by Southwest, which yeah. oh my gosh, I cannot wait for that movie. But <laughs> that's besides the point. I don't wanna go on a tangent. But um yeah, like I, I would love for them to really look into this and, and, and really f- try to figure that out for more people who um, are in the industry who maybe have children. And yeah. I know even Greg over at Bloody Disgusting, he's going to be a father and stuff like that. So things are going to probably get passed down, maybe more to John, I'm sure, but things are going to get passed down and, and be moved around a bit and so, so on and so, so forth, forth to where he's going to be at home more. Yeah. Um, so it's... Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm intrigued to see like how all of this is going to work, and obviously, fantastic, fantastic best can't please all of us. And and I I feel like Chattanooga they they hit the nail right on the head, and we're just like we're going to go headstrong into this, and yeah, we're going to see just how this works. I have to and, say they, I have no complaints. I mean none, and they even the reason they did it the way they did uh, was to prevent piracy. You know that was their right. a big concern. And, but then it was, it just went off without a hitch. I mean, it was just four days of nonstop content and, and, you know, stopping to take a nap for a couple of hours, literally is what we did. It was insane, but I would do it again in a second. And um, that's awesome. It's yeah. And, and just so much content to where I tried to like consume all of it. (laughs) I said, I have to see every single movie, you know, (laughs) I tried, I tried so hard. I almost saw them all, but, uh, yeah, it's (laughs) close. I I hope that it sets a a precedent, you know, and I hope that other festivals will look at that. I mean, they're going to kind of have to with the environment that we're still living in and no end in sight for that, honestly. So I really hope that that's something that happens because I think Chattanooga really started something big and important here and awesome. 100%. And I think it needs to, you know, I really hope that we see more of that going forward. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, I'm willing to pay whatever for a ticket to do this. And absolutely, it was, it was worth it. It was, it was just like a dream come true for me be, being someone that can't travel all the time. You know, of it was course. just so awesome <laughs> that's amazing yeah that, that's absolutely incredible and I, I i hope i hope they they do other i guess maybe larger film festivals or whomever do pay attention to that like yeah that, that stuff is really important and on top of that it gives other people the opportunity to go to things like that because travel's expensive and especially during con months or festival months and things like that travel yeah. gets even more expensive like but uh, airlines know when that stuff's going to happen. Hotels know when that stuff's going to happen. So oh, yeah. things get really pricey. And uh, like I, I would love to go to Fantastic Fest. And I was actually setting my gear myself up to go for this upcoming year. And uh, when that obviously got canceled, I was, I was just like, well, dang, like I feel like they could have still done something. Like, yeah. it, it's, it doesn't I, have to be the end of the world here. Right. I really hope that other festivals will look at Chattanooga and maybe, you know, yeah. talk to them. I'm sure those guys would be willing to help, you know, talk to other festivals and, you know, help Absolutely. each other. I, I just, I really hope that happens because it, it was just such a great thing that they did that. And, yeah. um, yeah, it was, it was, I mean, the movies, shorts, live panels, um, you know, there was a, there was That's one so night cool. where it was a uh, scripts gone wild, 
where a bunch of people read was that for the, the thing for the thing and it was his oh. barbara crampton was mccready and she was awesome she was doing these costume changes and these like these like voices and and and, and i have some like little short videos of it but it was just you know and we felt like the way it was done, you felt like you were there with you them. You were there. Like, and That's you could incredible. interact, oh. you know, and if it, it, it felt very interactive. Like, we That's felt cool. like we were participating in it, you know, and, and I really hope other festivals will look at that model because, yeah, they did something – you know, they were the first ones to do this, and I think that's pretty damn impressive for what they planned. I agree. I do. I agree. And, and it's, it's it's something that, that I feel like, like take note. Like, just yeah. take note, festivals, because Absolutely. this is something that is 100% possible, and I get piracy. Yes, I completely understand that. And some people are just going to get around the system. It is what it is. Well, yeah. But at the same time, like, that is something that I find – uh, important more on accessibility standpoint and on top of that I'm sure what worries them is how can we make this seem interactive how can we make this seem like they are actually here with these yeah. people and that's that's it like you know having those Q&A's having those fun little live events and things like that and I've even been seeing like certain like musicians and stuff like that trying to do like stay at home concerts and all that stuff yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Which it was really, totally really cool interactive. Fun. I mean, totally awesome. interactive. Like with the first three nights, uh, every night they would have Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead did, hosted one of their movies. And oh my God, That's I'm so such cool. a big fan of their work. And that oh. was awesome. You could like send, my husband sent, I don't even know how many questions. He was like, you know, because he he's he's like jealous of me sometimes getting to interview people. He's like, I've got all these <laughs> questions. We got to ask them. You know, it was it was funny, but yeah, and they would answer his questions right away, and it was just really interesting and and you know, it was like I said, totally interactive. So yeah, that was the biggest That's part awesome. of it, I think. Oh, my dog was peeking through the door. I like, <laughs> <laughs> closed my cats out of here so they wouldn't be. In the middle yeah, of <laughs> I, I I thought I closed the door pretty good. I mean, my dog is a it's pretty much a seventy pound dog, so she's oh, yeah. she's pretty strong when it comes to pushing doors. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that that's just that sounds so so cool. Um. Going back to your actual favorite or going back to horror movies, I guess. Um. What would you consider to be your favorite horror movies or favorite genre subgenre of horror? What initially would you kind of classify yourself at. I know this is such a hard question. It is, but it is, but I've actually thought about this because my husband and I talk about we have debates and stuff. I mean, when we watch every night when we watch movies, we're just like we sit there like sometimes like Siskel and Ebert, you know, and <laughs> ridiculous conversations, you know, he thinks this and I think that. But um, we've actually talked about this. I, I think the subgenre that most appeals to me is like psychological you know, supernatural oh, yeah. uh, things, found footage, of course, um, definitely. Um, as far as favorite movies, I have such a huge list. I can never pick one. Yeah. Out, I mean, out of all the movies, are you kidding me? I cannot pick one. There's so many. No way. There's way too many. Yeah, there's way, way too many. many. But the thing, the things that I tend to like the most are, like I said, Benson and Moorhead. Anything they do is probably going to be, you know, my shit. <laughs> totally. That's awesome. Uh, like yeah. Richard Bates Jr., the really messed up psychological twisted shit. Yeah, I'm yeah. totally down for that. Um, not, not so much. I, I don't like things like 
uh, torture porn, I think you might have mentioned briefly, um, you know, yeah. just ridiculous, you know, just for like shock for shock uh, right. for shock just sake. something that's yeah. done just for shock value I, something yeah. I, I absolutely do not like is trauma i'm not i'm not about oh. trauma at all mm. at all so yeah i think i'm right there with you <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm right there with you it, it's, it's like it's, it's like, like those those particular movies that are so so hard to classify like uh a, a, a serbian film and yeah, yeah. uh uh Solo and all those films, and I'm just like, uh, you know, I, I get it. Like, yeah. there's, there's audiences for it, but you know, I'm not, I'm not the audience, so yeah, I'm okay. Exactly. Like, you guys are more than welcome to keep that hanging out right over there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's interesting with, with this particular question. It's just it's so fascinating, um, and I think even when I answer this question for myself, because I don't really. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm on the same page as mostly everyone else where it's just like, I don't really have one. Um, but when I, when I think of a horror movie that initially speaks to me, I, the first thing that pops in my head is Get Out. I mean, especially me, me being black and also on top of me being black, being in an interracial uh, marriage and things like that. So I, I like it, it, that's the one that really, to me, resonates with me the most. Um, and... I, I think that's that's what it comes down to why I consider that movie like my pinnacle of horror films. Yeah. Mainly because it, it was a movie that was kind of created for me, I feel like. It, it, mm. I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. But it, it, it's so such an interesting look on how this all works. And I, I wrote a piece. And this is my first piece ever that I wrote for uh, a column. And I'm, I'm not too sure if you're familiar with uh, But Why, though. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Kate Sanchez. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I I wrote a piece for Kate Sanchez for uh, Black History Month. And um, because she she asked me, she she wanted me to to write a specific piece on um, uh, just horror and just black and horror initially. So I I came up with a a piece called um, Black History is Black Horror. Yeah. And it is super, it was a super duper personal piece but at the same time like it like everything was what i picture of how a horror film should be and or or not a horror how a horror film film should be but how a horror film should represent uh someone like me Mm -hmm. i guess and um it it was just super fascinating just like seeing when get out came out back in 2017 i i was just so blown away where i was just like wow like okay, like social social horror first and foremost is is for me my least favorite genre. Um, and oh wow, really? so I didn't. Yeah, and I, I did not think I was gonna like that movie, and <laughs> I I absolutely was blown away and loved it. Like like I I enjoy the purge, but I'm just like mm, on the purge and societies is kind of meh to me as well. But um, that's just how I feel when it comes to those kind of uh, flicks. Yeah, but um. I guess when it comes to mind, like I really do, I'm, I'm like, just like you, I love supernatural. And, um, that's typically the only like horror films my, my wife would watch or supernatural. She, other than that, she's like, Nope, I'm okay. <laughs> um, so I've, I've watched them for, uh, pretty, pretty much alone, but which is totally fine. I, she, she, I don't mind. And she doesn't care. Um, but, uh, when it comes to supernatural stuff, she's, she's into it as long as it's not too bloody or gory or anything. And, um, when it comes to, 
things like psychological horror. I just, I love slow burns. I love, love, love I slow do burns too. so much. I do too. My husband oh. falls asleep if it's too slow, oh, but too I slow. love it. I really like enjoy it. build up in the intensity. It's, yeah, I love I that love too. It. I love it. I, I love how it's just slowly kind of riding on up to the, to the top yeah, there and then yeah. you just drop. Yeah, <laughs> I love yeah, that. Exactly. I, lo- I love oh, that. Absolutely love that feeling. And I, I think, um, uh, the witch is the movie where I was just like, like, uh, I enjoy it as a movie, but I'm I'm not the biggest fan of The Witch as much as I thought I was gonna be. Yeah, um, I'm not either. <laughs> oh, you're not either. Okay, no. all right. We're, we're like the same person. Hold on. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. I like are we in the same brain? Like, what is going on? Like, oh man. <laughs> I but I seriously just was like I I, I understand why people really enjoy The Witch. And right. I get yeah. it, and it's completely fine. Um, but just for me, I was just like I. I don't really care for that movie that much. Um, And I think it mainly for me was the fact that it was a little hard to understand for the first watch through, just because first watch through, I watched it in theaters. I couldn't turn on subtitles. Um, Yeah. And then the second watch through, I was able to turn on subtitles to understand it a little bit more. Um, And, and even then, I was just like, I just, you know, like I see why people like this movie, but I'm glad this movie wasn't that long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I, I, I just, get why people enjoy it. It's just not yeah. my thing. It's just not for me, you know? Right. Yeah. And I think I'm the same way with The Lighthouse. Like, like I, I see why people enjoy this movie. Yeah. And I just think, once again, I, I just think Robert Eggers, he just doesn't make my style. Yeah, same for me. I just me. think yeah. that's what it is. I thought The Lighthouse was more enjoyable than The Witch. Honestly, because like Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson were hilarious and cr- and insane it, together. So zany, you know. It was yeah, so it's zany, really zany. Like the beans and Ugh. the farting and all the crazy it was great. stuff. Yeah, it was it was fun. <laughs> I mean, I didn't love it. I don't think, but nah. but I thought it was fun. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I, th- I thought that yeah. movie was really really fun, but at the same time, like it's just one of those things where I just don't. I don't mind it. Like, it, it's, like just, it's just, it's just like, I'll be like, fine not watching not the lighthouse, lighthouse again. again. <laughs> yeah. I, I just feel like every year I've had one movie that has stuck with me and I've tried to, you know, talk about, I end up talking about that movie for the entire year. I know people have probably got me muted on Twitter or whatever, you know, she's stuck on this thing, but like, yeah. And it seems I looking back, same thing for it's me too. always like an indie movie. It's always oh, an yeah. indie movie nobody knows about and so i'm always like watch this movie it's my favorite movie of the year and people are like what is she talking Advocates, about man you know and everybody else it. seems to pick like a mainstream movie right um yeah i'm a big indie fan so i tend to yeah. like look more for the indie ones and and try to support them because i think i think yeah. that's important so i yeah. agree i completely agree and i it's it's interesting because I have a film every year that really speaks to me. Yeah. Um, and like I think uh, for 2017, it was it was Get Out, but um, it always it always changes. It always it always changes. Some sometimes it's super triple A, and sometimes it's uh, indie. Um, and like even last year it was super triple A. It was Doctor Sleep. Like I just could not get Doctor Sleep out of my mind. And I, I absolutely love it. And yeah. the director's cut, when that came out, I was just like, I I need it. I, I just need this injected into my veins. So I absolutely, even when I tell people if they are going to watch Dr. Sleep for the first time, I always say, if you can, watch the director's cut. Don't watch the theatrical. The theatrical is yeah. great, but the director's cut 
really is like the movie for me. And uh, well, I have it. We we saw it in theaters and loved it. And we just recently got the director's cut. We just have to find three hours to sit down. Yes. And watch yes, it. you do. Are, yeah, that's Completely on our to-do list. Understandable. We just haven't had a chance to do it yet. So I'm, I'm oh, my gosh. Like a whole different movie, I guess, almost. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm super excited to, to see yeah. it. Yeah. I cannot wait for you to see it. Yeah, yeah. You know, text me when you when you are done <laughs> with that because I cannot I cannot wait to hear your thoughts on yeah. that because it it's broken down beautifully and it, it's even um, cut in certain different ways as well, which is also really really nice. Um, it's just ah, uh, it's just done so so well and and it just tells the full story. Like you get the full story when you watch the director's cut. I just know that when um, we saw it in theaters, I got so excited. During certain scenes, especially like during, you know, you know, you know, certain, a uh, certain homage to The Shining. I always want to get out of my chair and be like, oh, my God, this is so <laughs> like I wanted to cheer like several yes. times. My husband was just looking at me. I was like, oh, my God, I want to cheer. It was so good. You know, so oh, I, I cannot amazing. wait to see the director's cut. I'll let you know. Yeah, please do. Please <laughs> do. I, I had the opportunity of watching Dr. Sleep uh, at two separate um, press events. And uh, the first press event, I, it was with Warner Brothers, and um, they showed the wrong movie for like a good fifteen minutes. Oh no! <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, and I even told I, I they didn't know they were watching the wrong movie oh until I went to one of the um, one of the guys from Warner Brothers, and I was just like, I was like, this isn't Doctor Sleep. This is a completely separate movie. Like I, I, I haven't seen, I, I haven't seen anyone that we're supposed to see in this movie yet. And um, they looked at the screen like, oh crap, you're right. Like yes, but oh man, we're, we're gonna change this. So they changed oh it. Oh my gosh. And um, they gave everyone like a complimentary, complimentary uh, voucher for like a meal ticket or whatever. So I was like, all right, cool, whatever. I'll get a hot dog. Um, but. They when that when that first started, I've never heard. Uh, first and foremost, I love going to press events mainly because everyone's quiet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I've never heard in a press event like people actually scream. And I was like, this is this is cool. Like, uh, no yeah. moment in that movie made me want to scream. But uh, <laughs> it, it was just really cool to see like all of this stuff and like being able to share that with like a group of people it's just so fun and the second time i watched it was even more fun because it was more like one of those uh you win tickets kind of thing yeah uh, but i i went as press but it, 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 i was like cool i got two of these may as well just save one if i like the movie i'll watch it again um and if i don't i'll just give it to a friend yeah um <laughs> but i loved it so i went again with a friend and i was just this it was just so much fun seeing it the second go around and Gosh, I, I really enjoyed that movie. And and for me personally, when it comes to like Stephen King movies and things like that, because I personally really disliked the remake of Pet Cemetery. Um Oh. Yeah. I thought it yeah, was I, I thought it was okay. Um I didn't love I, it I, as much as some people I, did because I'm a big fan of the original and I'm just like, don't mess with that. Same. But same. uh <laughs> yeah, it wasn't it wasn't what I expected. I expected to hate it. Because oh, did you? of what I heard people oh, say. But you and, went in with the proper expectations then. Yeah. I, I, I went in expecting me to really enjoy it because I, <laughs> I I thought the trailer was really creepy and really fun. And I just didn't. I just – it. what ruined that film for me was the opening shot of the ending. And I was just like, uh -huh. oh, no. I was like, I'm not going to like this movie. <laughs> 
Yeah. And a buddy of mine leaned over to me and was just like, this movie's not going to be good, huh? And I was like, no. <laughs> I, I have to say, I wasn't raw on board with it until the second act. And then okay. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and I got on board. And I, I did like, yeah, the okay. ending Fair and enough. everything. But Fair enough. The first half, I was just not with it. Yeah. yeah. I, like the, I like the alternate ending a bit yeah. more. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, I felt like that should have been the real ending, but I mean, hey, you know, I yeah. <laughs> I don't make movies, so right. Me either. Me <laughs> I just watch them and right. talk about them for the whole internet to listen to. Exactly. <laughs> but um, what would you consider to be your fuck that horror movie? Like the, the movie where you're just like, no, uh-uh, I don't want to watch this again. Or maybe it's a particular subgenre where you're just like, that's a big no. And I know you said torture porn before, yeah. but uh, if you don't mind, can, do you mind going in depth in that? Um, Probably if I had to pick one movie, I would say the original martyrs, which I watched for the first time about a year ago. I suppose to oh interview the director uh, about his film that came out last year, incident in a ghost land. And yeah. um, which is really I good. Did, I, Have you seen it? I, I, I have seen incident in the ghost land. Um, I, I thought it was going to be more like martyrs. Um, oh no. <laughs> no, no definitely no. not yeah def- definitely wasn't at all but I, I but i was even expecting it to be in a different language like martyrs yeah. but eh, I, I i need to rewatch it i need to rewatch it well because of that i went and watched martyrs and i mean oh. i heard all these things i had no idea what to expect but i heard people go oh it's rough oh my god well that was an experience uh <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was an experience. And I'm glad that I saw it, but I would sure. never watch it again. It was at the end. I was so just, oh, no. I don't traumatize is not even the word, the right word. I was just done. I mean, I, yeah. yeah, because that movie, if you really, if you think about it too much, it's, you know, it's just, don't, yeah. I don't recommend thinking about it too much. You know, like yeah, no, no, definitely not. Think, and even even when you explain that movie yeah. to people, they yeah. kind of just like you can't explain. Oh. It. It's so hard to explain. It. I tried to explain it to my husband because he wasn't here, and he was looking at me like I had three heads. He was like, "What are you?" Talking about? <laughs> and finally, I just said, "Never mind." And I was like, "Well, you'll have to watch it by yourself if you want it because I can't." Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, yeah, it's we're, an we're not enduring this pain again. I mean, I think it's it I think really it's is. so well done. I mean, oh, it's beautifully I have to done. say that it's it's it is an amazing film, but it's really it's it's, it's rough. rough. Yeah, that's a rough. I one. just I, I'm having one. trouble finding the words. Um, yeah, because that was probably like a year ago. Um, so I've recovered from it now. Oh my gosh, I'm so yeah. I'm so glad that you watched that a year ago. Yeah, because uh, well, that came out like what 2008, 2007, yeah, something think, like that. Yeah, 2008, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. That, and I guess that's, gosh, that was around the whole torture porn boom and all that stuff. So yeah. it, it, it came out in the perfect time, like, because Hostel yeah. came out two years before that, three years before that. And I'm not a big and, fan of Hostel uh, either, you know? Just, I which don't, is fair. Something about it. Which is it, fair. So, something about it, it just doesn't work for me. But but yeah, if I had to yeah. pick one. Not even part two? Yeah. Yeah, not even part two. <laughs> Mm, I just fair enough, fair enough. I just don't care for it. I know that's I know like part two is like some people's redemption story to yeah. hostel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just, it is. <laughs> yeah, that's that's completely fair. Completely yeah, fair. It, absolutely. I I, I wonder because uh, with martyrs, did you 
Are you okay? <laughs> Since you watched, <laughs> I'm like trying to like formulate my words. Since you watched uh, the original Martyrs officially for the first time last yeah. year, are you planning on visiting the re- the American version? No. No, okay. that's something I don't really need to do. <laughs> I, I mean, I've, I've heard it's not good. I mean, that's the general it's not. consensus. No, it's definitely not. But I just don't yeah. want to put myself through anything remotely like that ever yeah, again. It's, I mean, st- I, it's like still I said, just it's, as brutal. I'm glad I saw it. <laughs> you know, I'm glad that I went there, I guess. But, um, you know, I just, yeah, I don't want to do that again. No, that's fair. That is completely <laughs> fair and understandable. Is it, I, I'm kind of that way when it comes to like high tension. Oh yeah, I love that movie <laughs> yeah. actually. But yeah, I love High Tension. Yeah, I really, so really enjoy High Tension, and and one of my favorite Muse songs ever is in that movie. But um, uh, yeah, I I remember when I first watched High Tension, I was I was in high school, I think, when I watched that, and I thought it was the coolest shit ever. I was like, whoa, like this, I've never seen anything like this. And the person who told me about it was uh, my uncle at the time and he was like you gotta watch this movie this movie's absolutely bananas and i was like all right I'll, I'll, let's check it out and i was maybe 16 17 at the time and um i was kind of bugged out because i was like oh man this is all in french like i never, never really explored, explored like, like foreign uh horror oh, and wow. stuff like that before and that was my first foreign horror film actually oh wow um yeah and That's a rough I, I was one to just start like, with though. <laughs> Yeah, it really is, man. <laughs> Alex Aja, man, this is for you. <laughs> uh, but it's I when I first watched it, I was just like, okay, this is this is intense. Like, I wonder what more like foreign horror films are out there. Yeah. And I, I went down like a, a bit of the catalogs, and and I still say, Canada, this is this is to you. Canadians, and mainly specifically Kim and John over at Nightmare on Film Street. <laughs> You're probably listening to this. But Canada has some of the most grotesque things I've ever seen in horror. <laughs> oh, wow. I what? love it. It's it's so insane. <laughs> I would have to say places like, if I had to pick countries, I would say like Australia has some fucking amazing horror movies. That is true. I mean, you, you got you got Wolf Creek, and you, you definitely got Hounds of Love. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting one. <laughs> definitely, and uh, I, I love Spanish yeah. film. Like I just sometimes oh, yeah. go down rabbit holes with Spanish films, like, you know, and French films, obviously. But like Australia stands out to me, and um, there's some Scandinavian. I, I can really really like uh, Nordic noir stuff too. Yeah, you know talking about yeah, those are uh, fun. I really got into that. Um, but yeah, I think as far as like most terrifying, I'd say Australia probably. That's, like that's Australia. fair. That's fair. I, 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 and I, I think I gravitate towards Canada mainly because it's uh, like you hear so many things about Canada being like the nicest place ever. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the stuff they show is just like you guys got battle wounds, dude. Yeah. Like you guys got things you guys need to get off your chest. I see you. Like, yeah. Exactly. yeah. I remember the first time I watched it, I think it was called Darknet. Uh, have you ever heard of that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I, I, when I watched Darknet, I was just like, wow, got it. We're going here with this show. And then, yeah. and then they came out with a uh, slasher and all the other stuff. And I was like, good yeah. on you guys, you know, have fun. <laughs> Get get your angers off your chest. This is probably why you guys have such a beautiful country. <laughs> it, it might be. It might be. 
it, it, it might, might be. be. It, it definitely, definitely might be. be. It, it, but going back to none of our <laughs> fuck that horror movies, like I, what I was saying earlier with um, mine mainly being like rape is a really hard thing for me to swallow, but I really right. enjoy revenge films. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I just find them so empowering and, and kind of badass. And I, I just, I really enjoy those. Um, like revenge is, is fantastic. And, um, Oh yeah. Which is also, also French, right? I, I think that's right. I think so. Revenge, yeah. Is that French? I believe so. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, but, uh, more, more importantly, Jennifer Kent's the nightingale. Like I was completely shocked. I haven't at seen all that yet. That. Oh, you still haven't seen it yet? No. Um, I've heard it's pretty wild. I haven't seen it. It's wild. Bring bring <laughs> tissues. You know, oh, bring no. tissues because that oh, that no. one's a tearjerker. Actually. Oh no, it's gonna make me cry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That 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 one definitely got me a lot worse than I thought it was. Um, oh, and wow. I I will admit, like it, after it got to one of the one of those rape scenes, I was like, okay, I can't, I can't, I gotta skip this. So I skipped it. I I, I couldn't even deal with it. I was like, I can't do it. I Is cannot that a do it. Movie? Is it a revenge movie? It is, yeah. Oh, I don't think I even realized that. For yeah, yeah. for some reason I just haven't got that one yet. Yeah, and you and you don't realize it until it picks up, and you're just like, oh, like the, the, shit. This is this is a genius. This is really really, really genius. Really and, genius. And, and honestly, it is. Honestly it's, 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 a it's a very beautifully, beautifully made, made film, film and, and um, it's, it's actually a really important movie at that. Where I feel like. Um, especially when it comes to race and all that stuff, because uh, mm-hmm. it's—I mean, it follows an Irish girl and it follows an Aborigine guy in Australia, and mm-hmm. uh, or yeah, in Australia, and it's—it's it's so fascinating, and and the fact that it's set—it's a period piece set in the 18th century, or the 19th century, 19th, yeah, 18th is too far, <laughs> but um, <laughs> it, it's just so interesting and so fascinating, and the way that that movie just kind of ups the ante each and every time and man wow uh, i would highly suggest the nightingale but the nightingale is one of those movies that if i had to watch it again i will but since i don't have to i'm not like yeah, <laughs> i saw to, it once and i'm kind of good i have to put that on my list i know it's on vod because i've seen it um, yeah 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 it's on hulu if you have hulu oh yeah it is i do yeah. you're right okay yeah, yeah. it's All on right. hulu yeah so that's that's a I would say put yeah, definitely put that on your list. It's a long one though. It's like two hours and I think thirty minutes, something like that. So definitely okay. carve some time out for that one for sure. Okay, um, definitely. But yeah, when it was, I remember seeing Revenge, and and I think uh, the movie that really got me into more of these revenge uh, flicks were was watching uh, The Last House on the Left, uh, two thousand nine version. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, whoa, this is this is actually pretty cool like first and foremost i mean the fact that a microwave was used as a weapon to like <laughs> i was like okay <laughs> yeah, cool. i'm in like you got me <laughs> um but it, it, when it comes to like more more of the sadistic versions of like um uh, i spit on your grave and um uh things like that i was just like okay i i spit on your grave <laughs> That is such an intense movie. Like I, that's another movie. Where oh, I'm, just yeah. like, I'm one and done. I've never seen the sequels. I've seen the remake once, and I think I'm good on both the original yeah. and the remake. Like I'm <laughs> yeah. good. 
never seen uh, two and three. And I was like, I don't think I have to. Like, I get what I'm get I know what, what's going to happen already. Like, it's the same right. story first and foremost, but I don't want to see this. Um, so, yeah. So those for you out there, even us or us horror fans have our limits. Um, <laughs> but it's, um, I don't know, it's, it's just super fascinating, like, seeing how things uh, can push us i guess when it comes to the horror genre or to genre in general because right. um, i i do typically tend to gravitate more towards the art horror side of things just because i love slow burns i love trying to figure stuff out i love trying to understand like what a director is trying to say um in this particular movie like uh, uh like a girl walks home at night like oh my gosh oh, what yeah. a beautiful movie and, oh, and hearing it's gorgeous oh, absolutely gorgeous absolutely gorgeous i was actually surprised that last season joe bob showed that movie i was like really like that does not seem like your type of movie joe bob well, but all right <laughs> that's the first time i saw it i don't know why i oh, really? watched it yes and i was so blown away by that movie oh, it's I, a beautiful movie. yeah I, I don't know why i hadn't got there are some that just go on my radar or i just get too busy and you know forget about whatever right. but that one's just gotten by me and I had heard yeah. everyone say how good it was. And that's how I saw it. And I was like, this movie is just, oh, my God, so beautiful. beautiful. Just, in, uh, yeah, gosh. I, I can't say that enough. It was just, yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I, and I'm, I'm right there with you. And I, I definitely, I throw that movie in people's face. Like, dude, you need to see this movie. This movie oh, is, yeah. is so well done. First and foremost, black and white horror films, like, they're, they're so cool. Like there, there's, there's just something about them that is just so cool and so gritty and so storytelling. Like it, it's so interesting when you see a movie that's in black and white that's a horror film. And yeah. I even I love like, um, uh, gosh, uh, the eyes of my mother. Like I, I love that movie, and it's very short, but I, I really seen that enjoy one either. it. <laughs> I oh, you haven't seen, seen that, that yet? Oh, yeah. No, it's uh, in my I, list that on one's Netflix, on, I think. That one's on Netflix, yep. Yes, that one's on Netflix. Yeah, so. I haven't gotten to it yet. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, gosh, it's super short. So that one you can knock out in, oh, like, good. like in a dinner. Like, you're, and it's done. Like, it's, it's a super quick movie. Um, it's, I think it's, like, an hour and, like, eight minutes or something like that. So it's super fast. Um, but that's a super beautiful, beautifully made movie. And, gosh, it's just everything about that movie just fucking makes me feel like I want to make a movie. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it's just, ah, it's gosh, just, like uh, I would love to see gosh, like, if, I, um, I doubt she would ever do this, but if Isa Lopez would make Tigers and Not Afraid in black and white, I would, I already know, like, that movie Oh, wow, that would be really interesting, yeah. Right? Like, it would just be so interesting. Yeah, I agree, because that movie, I would love to see that. That love, would be, love to see that, but um, we should so Isa, have to start a petition to or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I would love to see that in black and white. And yeah, I just feel I like it would that. just be so beautiful to see it in black and white, and just yeah. with that color correction on there. And it just, I feel like that would just be absolutely phenomenal to to see. Um, I agree. But. One more question, and then I'll let you go on your way. <laughs> uh, so, Michelle, the question I ask all my guests at the end of our interviews. Why horror? What is it about this genre that just makes you gravitate to it time and time and time again? Because it's like I mentioned before, it's it's always been therapeutic, you know, in a way. Yeah. Like if I'm having a bad day, I'll go home and watch a certain, you know, particular subgenre or maybe a particular yeah. film that I watched, you know, over the years when I 
needs like a pick me up or something. And yeah, Absolutely. it's always I feel like horror's always been there for me. And, That's and a good the way to look at that. Is is awesome. I mean, I just feel like my experience with the horror community has been really, really good, and and I've met yeah. some amazing talented awesome people through the horror community and i think that's a great thing yeah. and i think that people tend to you know stick up for each other and support each other for the most part writers support other writers and you know other sites and and i think that's great you know uh, um yeah. you know obviously not everyone is going to be that way i mean there's always going to be yeah. you know there's, there's always some bad seeds inside yes. good apples there's always a troublemaker <laughs> here or there you know but my experience with the horror community has been really positive and i'm very thankful for that so yeah horror has always been there for me that's amazing and i i love that you even mentioned that the community has been kind of gravitated around uh your sense of love for horror and honestly that that's made me love this uh the horror genre even more uh was creating this this uh podcast and this show to initially talk about things we enjoy as horror fans and i i find that really really interesting that we are part of this community that is built by some pretty <laughs> some pretty sick and twisted movies sometimes. Right, but, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but horror fans have been some of the nicest people I've ever met. Yeah. And I I I don't know if it's the fact that us horror fans understand empathy on a totally different level than most other people do or something, but I, I yeah. it's just the fact that we know how to put ourselves in other people's shoes and we understand how, how, uh, how someone can feel and, and so on and so forth. And we've even seen the destruction of the human body and all this stuff. And, and even of the human mind and, and those are things that for someone who doesn't really enjoy the genre or understand the genre for what it is, uh, can see that as sick and twisted and, and yeah. us horror fans understand yeah. that. Like, we get that. Like, we get that some of the stuff we tend to look at that makes us feel good or whatever isn't considered normal for some people. And I think the fact that... And I, and this question has always been so interesting to me, mainly because I every time I ask it, I always get a different answer, and I love it. And um, it's, it's initially a question that I stole from Tal Zimmerman. And... Um, <laughs> Tal has the, I think, the documentary of the same name, Why Horror. And that's I, a great I, documentary. I, it is. It's a really good documentary. Very, very well done. And when I was making this podcast, I didn't understand what I really wanted to do with it. And it, it took me over a year to actually write this show. And um, I backed in, backed out, backed in, backed out constantly. And I already had a podcast pre- <clears throat> previous to this called the Good Night Podcast. Um, and that one mainly focuses on movies and things like that. And I was talking to some of my, my uh, colleagues on, on that uh, that podcast. And I was just talking about this particular show that I wanted to start. And I didn't know what I wanted to do with it. And we were gonna, actually going to wait. We were going to wait until Good Night Podcast took off a little bit more. And... Um, Eventually, I just made the executive decision where I was just like, I think I'm ready to do this now. And I think I need to hit this button now. Yeah. And the 
response has been absolutely phenomenal and it's been really really cool and really fun to get more fans and and see people who actually enjoy this show for what it is and people who even want to pay for the show and all this other stuff that's it's just really interesting because these people enjoy the horror genre on a level that we enjoy this genre and yeah yeah it's just it's, it's such a beautiful thing yeah that's wonderful yeah and it's it's something that i find me being me being able to, to meet people throughout the genre and things like that and even being able to meet you because I, I followed you for, for for about a year or so on twitter and 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 stuff like that and i was honestly super surprised when you followed me i was like <gasps> <laughs> i was like oh my goodness this is crazy <laughs> and uh and you obviously knew initially who i was from commenting on your on your posts and stuff like that but yeah. um it, it, it's just been so cool and so fascinating to be able to reach out to people of, of the horror genre that i look up to and being willing to initially talk to me and uh, so thank you i appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule like this has been completely fascinating and a super fun conversation and oh well thank you, you. I always it. welcome back oh uh, thank you that would be awesome yeah yeah, absolutely. We should we should get you on one of the one of our uh, real episodes of breaking down an actual film. Like, I feel like that would be really fun. I'd love. That. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah, that would be a blast. We'll we'll get you on one. We'll we'll definitely get you on one for okay. sure. Um, but yeah, it, it, this has just been an absolute pleasure and, and, and a fantastic experience. And um, I'm not going to keep you much longer than I've kept you. Hopefully, because uh, I, I know what it's 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 pretty late where you are, right? It, it's 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 like seven thirty or something. Seven thirty. Yeah. I mean, you technically have time to watch Doctor Sleep, Doc, Director's Cut. <laughs> oh, I do. We we stay we, we stay up really late. We yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. There you go. Yeah, you got, no, got it, honestly. It flies by. <laughs> it flies by. I am telling you. I right can't now. wait. I will definitely let you know when I watch it. I can't wait. Uh, I cannot wait. I cannot <laughs> wait for you guys, for you to watch it. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh! But thank you again, Michelle. This has been an absolute pleasure. Um, before you. we officially conclude, where can people uh, find you on the internet? Um, you can find me on Dread Central. A lot of interviews. Uh, Nightmares, Conjurings. Uh, ghastly grinning and uh recently i just started writing some things for f this movie with an exclamation point at the end they're awesome people nice yeah. oh i love those dudes they're great yeah, they're, they're <laughs> awesome they're so amazing patrick and erica i love them Love them. Oh, that's fantastic. Wow. Well, congratulations on that, uh, on being able to write for them. That's fantastic. Thank you. But this was Nightlight, a horror movie podcast. I was one of your hosts, Prince, also known as Head Knight. And alongside me, we had Michelle Swope. Thank you once again. Absolute pleasure. Thank Seriously, you. it was. Our efforts to get this show out is not enough. We need your help to spread us out to more ghoulish nights. Rating us five stars is very helpful, but we would love for you to recommend this podcast to someone who would actually enjoy it. You can further support the show over at patreon.com forward slash goodnightlife, and that's night with a K. By pe- pledging on Patreon, you have access to the show as early as Monday. If you don't have any bucks to toss, don't worry. A new episode is released every Friday on most podcast services around the world. And remember, everybody, don't forget your nightlight.